Father, we come to you. And Lord, without you, we have nothing. We are nothing. We can do nothing. And Lord, unless you come upon your word this morning, Lord, everyone's going to leave the way they came. We're asking, Holy Spirit, would you breathe? The breath of heaven. God, upon our hearts and upon your word. Father, I pray that there would be a deposit in us today of your word and by your spirit that's going to shape the future of our lives and lead us into all that you have planned and purposed for our lives. Lead us into our promised land of your blessing, of your favor, of your power. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. And everyone said? Yeah, come on, grab a seat. If you were here with us uh, last week, you would have um, heard us talk about uh, let your voice be heard and uh, getting the revelation that maybe the most important thing about you and maybe the most powerful thing about you is the words that come out of your lips. Uh, Proverbs 18, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Just think about this for a moment. Every word you speak releases either life or death. I'm talking about every word that comes out of your lips. How many of you are like me, very careless with our words? That's a dangerous, dangerous thing. It's a tragic thing, actually, because your words create your world, and then you have to live in that world. So if you're a negative person, you have to live in a negative world. And the chances of you being an overcomer are probably zero. See, our words are so powerful. And we need to think before we speak. We need to stop and count to five. Some of us need to stop and count to a hundred. A few of you need to stop and count to a thousand before you speak. Because what comes out of your word, mouth is going to deeply impact you, but also going to deeply impact the people around you. And so um, I just want to explore this topic a, a little bit more today. And I want to come with you to come with me to James chapter 3. And we're going to read some verses, uh, verses 2 to 4, which you know. But I'm asking Spirit of God, write something upon our hearts. Deposit a seed. I, I feel that there's going to be a seed placed in hearts today. And that seed's going to grow and it's going to change your life. So get ready to receive that. So verse 2. For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man or woman. Anyone perfect here today? No, that's because you stumble with your words. That's why, you see, and so do I. Um, He is perfect man, able to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and and we turn their whole body. Look also at ships, although they are so large... And are driven by fierce winds, they're turned by a very small rudder, (laughs) wherever the pilot desires, even so the tongue. So you know you have a massive ship, it's going down the high seas, its whole direction is determined by by the little rudder. And so what this verse is saying to you and me today is that the whole direction of your life is determined by your words. 
It's the clear teaching of the Bible. You may not like it, <laughs> you may not understand it, you may try and avoid it, but it is the truth. Your words, do you want to know, do you want to know what your word future is going to be like? Just record your words for a week, because your words are prophesying your future. That's what my Bible teaches. So we're going to explore this, and um, I was able to find some research done by a top, top neurosurgeon. That's a brain surgeon. And uh, he said this. He said, the, the speech center controls all the nerves in the body. Went on to say, uh, with our words, we direct our lives. So if someone keeps saying, I'm becoming old and weak, all the nerves receive that message, and the person becomes old and weak. If a person keeps saying, I can't do this, I won't be able to cope, I'm getting sick, all the nerves receive that message, and as a result, the person can't do it, they can't cope, and they become sick. So our words are unbelievably powerful in determining the future of our lives. But I read this statement here. Uh, half, of, half of a person's beauty comes from their tongue. You like that? No, you shouldn't like that. <laughs> Half of your beauty. So some of you want to look more beautiful. Anyone like that in this place? You want to be more handsome, all right? Well, most of you need to, by the way, anyway. <laughs> so that, look, you, you don't need to go, you know, to the wherever to get more makeup and shake up and break up and all the rest of it. Just change your words <laughs> and you will become more attractive to people. It's really true, you know. Uh, we want to hang around people who have good words coming out of their mouths and out of their lips. All right, so Jenna, let's go right to the beginning, okay, where God established your words and the power of them. Genesis 1, verse 3, 6 and 9. God said, everyone say, God said. Okay, let there be light, and there was light. God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. God said, verse 9, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place. So the Bible opens, this book which determines our lives, opens with God speaking, right? That's where it starts. And creating the first miracles. So established at the beginning of time as we know it. This really amazed me. I thought, wow, why haven't I seen this before? It all came from the words from the mouth of God, creating miracle power to bring to pass that which was not, to turn darkness into light. And so I'm coming to this conclusion that I would like to suggest that the most powerful way, very possibly, of releasing miracles is through the words that come out of your lips. As many preachers have preached this message, there's a miracle in your mouth. Tell the person next to you, there's a miracle in your mouth. Well, I mean, here's the question, folks. How easy is that? How easy is that? Just get the words out of your mouth. 
Start speaking now. I'll explain what all this means as I go, and it'll give you a bit more understanding, I hope, uh, because it's important. But you know, words that come out of our mouths. Prayer comes out of our mouths. Praise comes out of our mouths. Positive words come out of our mouths. You can change your, you can change your world by changing your words. How many of you would like to change your world? Mm, I do. Change your words. <clears throat> tell the person next to you, change your words. Mm. Now tell the person on the other side, change your words. <clears throat> Folks, listen, I- I'm, I'm praying, seriously, that someone's going to deposit in your spirit today about what we're talking about. It's going to change your life forever. You can get this sorted. You've heard it said, haven't you? If you win with your words, you will win in life. Well, you'll win a lot more in life, put it that way. You won't win. I'm not saying you're going to win everything, but you will win a lot more in life. So why this works, I understand why it works, is this. You see, the Bible says you're made in the image of God. All right? You're like God in so many ways. And one of the ways in which you're like God is God's words have miracle power. Your words have miracle power as well. You see, you made, you're you're like God. We're like God in so much. We're not God, obviously, but we're like him so much more than we realize. And so if we observe how God operates and and the things that he says, it's going to really help us understand what we are capable of, our potential. Our problem is I think we minimize our potential all the time. We cut ourselves back all the time, diminish ourselves, but God's always trying to lift us up and say, hold on a minute, you are made in my image. Not only are you made in the image of God, you have resurrection power living within you. And so our capability is beyond what we would understand and believe for ourselves. So, you know, when we speak something out, we give it permission to come to pass. You you think of a lot of the songs that we sing. We were just singing, what was that song we were singing, you know, um, I can't remember. Yeah, uh, I will not be shaken. Well, what's that? It's just a statement out of your mouth. I will not be shaken. You know, and that the the enemy will be defeated. But these are just just positive words that come out of our mouths. And what you're going to see today is I want to align our words with the Word of God. Because that's what really gives it the power, I believe, to bring change and transformation but you see, the, the words coming out of our mouths increase the chances, the way I like to put it, of our miracle coming to pass, of our breakthrough coming to pass in our lives. So I'm not preaching today, and I would never preach, you can have anything you want by just saying it enough. God, give me a Ferrari. <laughs> God, give me a Ferrari. In Jesus' name, God, give me a Ferrari. God says, there's no Ferrari coming, buddy. <laughs> This is not name it and claim it, (laughs) blab it and grab it. No, we're not talking about that at all. But what we are saying is the incredibly clear teaching of Scripture is that the words that come out of your mouth determine your future and release the possibilities that God has for your life. One thing for sure, if you're never going to be positive, it's going to be hard to live a victorious Christian life. So I want you to start saying things like this. You know, start speaking out. My marriage is being restored. I am coming out of debt. My children are following the Lord. 
you know, I am more than a conqueror. I'm going to get through the struggle that I'm facing. God is going to work a miracle for me. Get those words out of your mouths. And it doesn't mean you're going to have an immediate answer, but you're giving life to your words. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. Speak life. Speak blessing. Speak breakthrough. Speak overcoming. Speak healing. Speak deliverance. Speak. Just speak. Are you getting this? It's not complicated. It's, it's very, very simple, I think, anyway. So um, it's not enough just to think positive. You've got to speak it as well. Let me give you a passage of Scripture. Mark eleven twenty three. I don't think this one's on the screen for you today, but there we go. Some, most of you know it by memory anyway. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, it's right there, isn't it? Be removed and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. You want a mountain to move? You better speak to it. You better speak to it. That's what the Bible says, friends. It's clear, it's not complicated. Three times it says there to speak to the mountain. So I'm not saying ignore the doctor's report, but I'm saying focus more on what God says. Doctor's report says you're sick. Well, we're going to come to that very shortly. Remember the story of Yongi Cho? He was healed of tuberculosis, and, uh, but his bladder was never healed. And so he said to God, how come you heal one and not the other? And he said, amazing. God said, well, you never asked me. You'll be shocked how many things you've not asked God about. You, you really will. So often we go put up with problem, problem for so long, and then we realize, man, I haven't even prayed about this thing. So you know what Cho did? He was in his office, and up and down his office, he, all, he, all he said, he's got these words out, bladder, be healed. That's all he said. Bladder, be healed. Bladder, be healed. He did that for two hours. And then two hours later, his bladder was healed. Why? There was a miracle in his mouth. Now, he probably could have done that years before, but he never got those words out of his mouth to release the miracle. See, your words give God authority to work on your behalf. But also, your words can give the enemy to work in your life. It's life or death. The choice is yours. So, I've got in my notes here, don't try and analyze this message. Don't try and work it all out, uh, because I just have one goal here today, and that is that you would start speaking more positive and less, less negative, agree with God's word, and you'll move towards a better future. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to create a doctrine. I'm not trying to create magic formula. But all I'm trying to say is, look, if you can reduce the negative, increase the positive, you will have a better future. Anyone here for a better future? Yeah, it's not complicated. What I love about this message is so doable. I mean, it's a challenge, but it is really, really doable. I'm not asking you if you want your miracle, well, you better do a 40-day fast on water. No, we're not saying, we're not making it that complicated. There's a lot more power God has given us that we need to be able to use. So you can change your world 
by changing your words. Say that with me. You can change your world by changing your words. Change it. Make that. I can change my world by changing my words. Come on, let's say I can change my world by changing my words. Wow, that's powerful. Man, that's, that's striking me. Now, can I just add here, if you really want this to work even better, walk close to God. Hear what he's saying. And when you hear what he's saying and then speak it out, huh, it's exponential power. All right? So stay close to God. And also, live right. You know, you can't live a life of half-heartedness, lukewarmness, barely ever get to church, don't pray, don't seek the Lord, you know, you compromise, you, you know, all that sort of stuff, and then expect God to work miracles in your life. No, there, there are conditions, friends, in this book. You do need to live as best you can. I'm not saying be perfect, but as best you can, live according to Scripture uh, and living right and living in obedience. I believe that really increases the potential of God uh, working miracles in your life and the words that come out of your mouth. I heard this a while ago, that for 40 years in the wilderness, all Moses had was a rod, had this crooked rod. But with that, that crooked rod made him the most powerful person on the planet at that time. It worked miracle after miracle after miracle. It's amazing. If you read the story of Moses, it even parted the Red Sea. Uh, what I want to suggest, friends, is God has put a rod in all of our hands. And that rod is this book. This is the rod of God in the hand of every born-again believer. And if you learn to use this rod, speak out this rod. You see, it's a sharp, two-edged sword, you know, dividing soul and spirit. There is power in this rod. There's power in this book. And when you begin to declare what this book says, when you begin to speak it, especially on the inspiration and authority of God, miracles are going to take place. Breakthroughs are going to happen in your life. So you could rephrase this message. You could restate this message, which is basically saying, out of your mouth, agree with the book. Say what the book says. When two agree is touching anything, it shall be done. When you and God agree together, there's power going to be released, friends. Begin to agree with the book. Don't just agree with it. Declare it. Speak it out. Use the rod of God and you will see miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle. Friends, you have got to live in this book. You've got to be in this book. You've got to know what this book says. And I heard Jody preach a great message on this recently as well. If you haven't heard it, go and listen to it, please. But this is your rod. Use it and see what God will do. Psalm 149, verse uh, uh, 6 and 9. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. Praise and the word. This honor have all the saints. So this is a simple message. Agree with God. You know, I've said this before. One of our challenges is going to be, are we going to believe uh, the facts or are we going to believe the truth? All right. So the facts, you are sick. The truth, Isaiah 53, 5, by his stripes we are healed. The facts, your finances are a mess. The truth, Proverbs 10, 22, the blessing of the Lord makes rich. The fact, you don't feel you can cope. The truth, Romans 8, 37, all these things, we are more than conquerors through him, through him who loved us. Fact, your future looks hopeless. Truth, I know the plans I have for you. Yeah. 
give you a future, a hope and a future. Friends, declare the truth. Agree with God. But don't just agree, speak it out. Declare it, say it, and watch what God will do. So Joel 3 and verse 10. Let the weak say, I am strong. Doesn't say let the weak think I am strong. Doesn't say let the weak believe I am strong. It says let the weak say, I am strong. I want everyone to say right now, I am strong. strong. Yeah, you are. I am strong. Wow, it's a a great statement. Um, These are the words that we need to to speak. Now, it doesn't say (laughs) let the weak talk about their weakness with their five friends every day for the rest of their lives. Does not say that. Now, it's good to talk to your friends. It's good to get prayer. It's good to get support. It's good to be honest. That's, that's a biblical way. We bear one another's burdens. But what I'm saying is, if that is all you do, is forever speak your weaknesses over and over again, do you know what happens? The more you speak about your weakness, the bigger it gets. Because whatever you focus on gets bigger. So you need to focus on God, focus on His Word, focus on His breakthrough. God will get bigger and your problem will get smaller. Your decision, but whatever you say is the key. Whatever you focus on with your words. So for every time you say, you got a, I've got a problem, 10 times say, I've overcome my problem. Just get the balance right. Okay, this is not saying you can't say anything, uh, but we are in a battle. And uh, so... You know, keep saying, God is restoring my health. Just, just keep thinking that. Keep saying it. My confidence is increasing. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You need to say that. You need to say it so you finally start to believe it. Because some of you think you are terribly made. <laughs> you know, you think you look so bad that you're ugly and all the rest of it. That's, that's, that, that may be fact, but the truth is, <laughs> no, no, the truth is, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. All right? So, the, look, listen, the mirror can lie. <laughs> look in this mirror. It says you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Come on, believe what God says. So who's to define what looks good anyway? Huh? I mean, what's the definition? I mean, I know I look good. But a lot of people disagree. So who, who's the definer of what? Look, if God says you're fearfully, wonderfully made, I think that's, that's, he's the definer of it. I don't think anyone of you are going to get to heaven and God can think, oh man, didn't do a very good job there. <laughs> you guys are distracting me from my sermon. All right, what are we going to talk about next? I've got here, this is going to be a challenge <laughs> because most of us, for most of us, our mouths have not been well trained. They're very ill-disciplined. So it's like we're sending you to the gym and you're going to start having to lift, you know, 250 kilogram weights and you think this is impossible. Well, no man can tame the tongue, but God can help you make real progress in this area. You've got to start developing this muscle and it's going to be difficult. It's not going to be easy, but you can do it. My encouragement is just make some steps forward. You know, say to yourself, God, for the next 30 seconds, I'm going to say nothing negative. For some of you, that will be a miracle. (laughs) Then try and push it out to a minute. God, for a minute, I'm not going to say anything negative. And just go to sleep for a minute. (laughs) Then push it out to an hour. Push it out to a day. 
Push it out to a week. You will make progress. It will change your life. Change your words, change your world. Change your words, change your world. All right. Okay, so look at my time. This is not good. All right, let's go to Luke chapter 1, 13, 18, and 20. Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer is heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. Zechariah said to the angel, how shall I know this? I'm an old man and my wife is well advanced in years. Then it goes on and says, uh, the response of the angel, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. So we see how powerful words are. You see, if Zechariah had kept saying he's too old, they couldn't have a a child, then it would have stopped the miracle and stopped the child from being born. So what did God do? God muted him. Some of you need to be muted. (laughs) This Bible, folks. This is what happened. He muted them. You know? Actually, (laughs) I've actually um, thought of going on a silent retreat. Yeah, for say three days where you can't speak. Actually, you all need to do this. Go on a site for three days. No negative word can come out of your mouth. Probably change your life. Wayne Cordero tried to do this, you know. And you hear the story, eh? He just couldn't cope. After one day, he made an escape out of the monastery or wherever he went because he just couldn't keep silent for, for more than a day. But silence is golden. You know, sometimes we just need to quieten ourselves down a lot more and see what God will do. I'm just going to go to 1 Samuel 17, 45 and 46. And, oh, David said, this day I'll defeat you. This is David and Goliath. All right, listen to this. I'll, I'll feed your head to the birds of the air. He understood. He said, I will defeat you. See, he understood the miracle was in his mouth. He said, I will feed you head to the birds of the air. David, I will defeat you. Now, what if he had looked at Goliath and thought, man, Goliath is so big. Wow, I'm not sure I can do this. I, I haven't got a chance against Goliath. He's, he's just massive. He wouldn't have managed to do it, friends. What if he just thought, I believe I can do it. I believe, I believe God got what it takes. I've you know, killed a liner. I believe it. No, friends, wouldn't have done it. He had to say it. He had to get it out of his mouth. Say, Goliath, you're coming down, buddy. I'm going to chop off your head and feed your to the enemies. It had to come out of his mouth, friends. See, this is a call to action. This is a, a doing message. And uh, whatever debt, you're, whatever giant you're facing, you need to start speaking to it and say, you are coming down in Jesus' name. I am coming out of debt in Jesus' name. My body is being healed in Jesus' name. God is setting me free of my addiction in Jesus' name. I will have my deliverance in Jesus' name. My children will be followers of the Lord in Jesus' name. As for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. We are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. Declare the Word of God. Speak it. Get it out of your mouth like David said, Goliath, I will defeat you. Goliath, I will, whatever you're confronting today, you begin to speak to that mountain and see it defeated in Jesus' name. My last point is this. 
What if you say, well, I'm doing all this, Pastor, but it's not working. Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. He who promised is faithful. We have to fight for our miracle because an enemy who wants to stop it. We have to keep declaring. We have to keep speaking positively. We can't back off or back down. We just got to keep getting those words into our mouths. Hold fast your confession. Hold fast your profession. Hold fast what you are believing God to do. Everything may look bad. It may go from bad to worse and go from worse to worser. Hold fast your profession. Get those words out of your mouth. You're gonna see the victory. That giant is going to come down in Jesus' name. Never back away, never give up, never quit. Keep fighting because there is an enemy who wants to stop you seeing the victory. There is a miracle in your mouth. You need to speak positive words. So, every morning, start with some positive statements. Read some verses, write them out. Every morning, ask God to help you to guard the words that come out of your lips. Make yourself accountable to somebody. Tell them, hey, every time I say something negative, tell me about it. If you wanna really go into overdrive, say every time I say something negative, I'm gonna put $5, $10 more into the offering. (laughs) Boy, this church is gonna be a billionaire church, man. (laughs) I reckon that would be a really good one. Every time a negative, 10 more, 10 more dollars into the offering, all right? Okay, that you can work out how you're going to do this, but God is waiting to hear your voice. He's ready to stretch out his mighty hand of power. You can change your world by changing your words. There's a miracle in your mouth. Amen.